Welcome to Sleepy Head Stories today. We love to read books, be silly, and play. Me and my mommy are here every week to read you great stories that all are unique. Join us at bedtime, or bath time, or breakfast. We promise it's better than a trip to the dentist. Welcome to Sleepyhead Stories. Guys, welcome back to Sleepyhead Story Time. <laughs> Sleepyhead Stories. And this week we are continuing with the theme of Native Americans and Native American children's book authors. This week, we're learning all about totem poles. Do you know what a totem pole is? It's a pole with a totem on it. Right. Do you know what they look like? Have you ever seen one? A pole with a totem hole on it. (laughs) Not a totem hole. A totem pole, guys. These are actually books. Totem poles are like some of the first books. Yes, they tell stories. Totem poles tell all types of different stories and important events and ceremonies that take place. And you look at the pole starting at the top and go all the way down, or maybe you start at the bottom and go all the way up. We're going to find out all about totem poles, and it tells you the story. Isn't that pretty cool? We're going to read about... So, so it says, like, once upon a time. No, it doesn't use I words. I it says, like, once upon a time. Once there was a little girl named... Jessica or something. Jessica, yes. Which is like, one day she was at the park, and then the next totem pole, she said her friend came with her, and the next totem pole was like... Well, sort of, yes. Without words, using pictures carved into wood. Kind of like a picture book. Kind of like a picture book, and totem poles were more like to tell like important events or morals or like spirituality, things like that. So we're going to be reading a book called Raven. And Raven is a, a tale from the Pacific Northwest. And it's a very old tale that's been told for thousands of years. And he's a trickster. It's a trickster tale. We're going to learn all about what a trickster is in Native American culture. And also it has to do with totem poles as well. And we're going to be learning how to make our own totem pole except with the toilet paper with right with (laughs) toilet paper rolls we're going to be making them and we're going to be hearing from an actual man who makes totem poles who has made them for over 20 years no we're just going to hear from him we're going to hear a little interview about it on youtube oh i was like what And he's going to tell us all about how he makes totem poles and why they're so important in his culture. So it's really exciting. And guys, we're going to tell you how to make the totem pole. You're going to follow the directions. It's going to be at the end of the story. After the story, the totem pole craft will be. And you can go on our Facebook page and look at a picture of our totem pole. And send us pictures of the totem pole you make. Because we'd love to see them. Okay? The thing I like about, like... Floridians or whatever, or all the other like ancestors mm-hmm. in different countries, is that they can just keep 
like there can be more and more and more people each time every person dies another one um like is born so like they just keep going and going and going like so let's say it's 2021 and you were born by one of the culture people or whatever and you live to up to 160 or something (laughs) so basically you're you like how they pass down their stories and their culture from Mm -hmm. one family member to the next Mm -hmm. generation yeah yeah i like that too like how mammy teach it her mom her mother my grandmother conchetta taught her how to cook Italian food, and then she taught me how to cook Italian food, and then I'm going to teach you, as you get older, something like that. I can make a sandwich. (laughs) And brownies. But like that, yeah, You down the line, you learn from your ancestors. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you're not a true Floridian like us, we're just random people who moved here. Yes, even if you're not a true Native American, you have ancestors that you come from that are just as old and knowledgeable. Very, very, very old. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Very, very old. That's the difference. Oh, God. Guys, all right. So after this, we're going to be doing a shout-out. Then we're going to be reading Raven. Then we're going to be learning about totem poles, and we're going to learn how to make a craft. Sound good? Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Hang in there. It's a big episode. Hang in there. We got a shout out. Hi. Hi, guys. We have a shout out today. I'm going to read the shout out we got. It's very special. It's from a brother and a sister. It says, hi, Corey and Conchetta. Happy Dia de los Muertos. We are hoping you could do a birthday shout out for our sister Beatrix, who's turning six this weekend. She is an enormous Sleepyhead Stories fan. Sometimes she wakes up at 3 a.m. asking to listen to you. Oh, my God. 3 a.m. 3 a.m. I wake up at 3 a.m. to have to play Roblox. (laughs) No. Her favorite episode is The Book with No Pictures. We've listened to it at least 50 times. Five zero. Thanks so much from Stella and Theo. Stella. Happy birthday, Beatrix. Oh, Beatrix. <laughs> Happy birthday. Is it Beatrix or Beatrix? Beatrix. Oh, Beatrix. Nice yeah, name, right? I like it. It was her birthday over the weekend. She turned the big six. Do you remember when you were six? I was a wild animal. Yeah, you still are. <laughs> Beatrix, happy, happy, happy birthday. We hope you had a great weekend. Awesome. Hope you got good gifts. What do you think? Um, Thanks for listening. Don't wake up at 3 a.m. asking to listen to Sleepyhead Stories. Just turn your head and go back to sleep. I hope you have great cake. Yeah, we do. Me me too. All right, guys. Happy birthday. Have a great cake. And happy birthday. Happy birthday. Hey guys, we're going to learn some cool facts about totem poles from CBC Kids. Janae here in Carcross Yukon with three cool facts about totem poles. I'm here in the carving shed in Carcross with master carver Keith, 
who knows all there is to know about totem poles, right? Cool fact number one, totem poles represent different things. Um, we have clan poles, um, we have history poles, story poles, uh, memorial poles. So there are different types of poles. They all take a different shape and they all have a different meaning to us. Um, a story pole, we just basically tell a story. And the clan poles usually represent uh, the most important symbol of each clan. Cool fact number two, it takes a long time to make a totem pole. One pole that, um, that uh, my son and I did was the uh, uh, animal mother story pole. Um, that one took us 14 months, just two of us working on it. Whoa. So it was 35 feet and it was really detailed. How many totem poles have you made in your career? In between 25 and 30 poles right now. Wow. Um, in the last 16 years, um, my son and I, we did 19 poles together. That's a lot so, of totem so, poles. Yeah, it's, uh, we work year-round. Cool fact number three. A totem pole belongs to the whole community. So what happens to the totem poles once you're finished with them? The whole community comes in here and uh, carries it up from elders down to the young people. They pick it up and they carry it out of here. So in the end, it's the community that owns the pole. Raven, a trickster tale from the Pacific Northwest by Gerald McDermott. Along the Pacific Northwest coast, as far as North Alaska, Raven is the central character in most Native American myths and tales. A shapeshifter imbued with magical powers he is at once brave and cunning, greedy and gluttonous. Raven is a trickster on a cosmic scale, mischief maker and culture hero, at times wreaking havoc and at others bestowing on mankind the gift of fire, light, or food. To this day, Raven is a central figure in the richly imagined tribal arts of the region. He is depicted along with other important animal spirits in a highly stylized form on totem poles, carved boxes and utensils, jewelry, weavings, and blankets. This tale is told with variations throughout all of the native groups of the Northwest Coast. Within its dreamlike setting, Raven balances his heroism and trickery to bring a blessing to the people. Raven came. All the world was in darkness. The sky above was in darkness. The waters below were in darkness. Men and women lived in the cold and the dark. Raven was sad for them. He said, I will search for light. Raven flew across valleys and across mountains. He flew along rivers and over lakes. There was darkness all around. Then he saw a bit of light far away. He flew and flew and came closer to the light. The light was at the edge of the water. 
The light came from the house of the Sky Chief, and it was shining. Raven perched high in a pine tree on the shore. Raven watched. He saw a beautiful young girl emerge from the shining house and go to the edge of the water. She was the Sky Chief's daughter. She knelt and drank some water from a woven basket. Raven changed himself into a pine needle. He fell down from the tree and floated on the water. When the girl drank again, she swallowed the pine needle. After a time, the girl gave birth to a child. The child was small and dark, with shiny black hair and tiny black eyes. Who do you think the child was? It was Raven. Raven had been reborn as a boy child. The Sky Chief was delighted with his daughter's child. He called him Grandchild. He played with the boy and carved toys for him. He invited the elders to come and see the curious, wonderful child. The elders gathered in the shining house with the Sky Chief and his daughter. They watched Raven Child crawl around the floor of the lodge. He pretended to be playing. All the time, he was trying to find where the light was hidden. He saw a box in the corner of the lodge. The box was large. It was carved and painted with many colors. The box was bright. It glowed. Ravenchild said, Ga, ga! What do you want? asked his mother. Ravenchild said, Ga, ga! And then he began to cry. What does the child want? asked the elders. Ravenchild said, Ga, ga! He cried and cried. My grandchild wants the box, said the Sky Chief. The young woman placed the box in front of Ravenchild, but he continued to cry. She took the lid off the box. Inside was a smaller box. She took the lid off that box. Inside was a smaller box. His mother took the lid off that box and light poured out of it. Light flooded the room. Inside the box was a shining ball blazing with light. What do you think the ball was? It was the sun. Give him the ball, said the Sky Chief. His mother gave Ravenchild the ball. Ravenchild stopped crying. He began to play with it. He rolled around the floor of the lodge. Gah, gah! 
Then he changed into a bird. Ha ha! He said. Then he became raven once again. Caw caw! Sky Chief, his daughter, and the elders looked on in amazement. Raven plucked up the ball of light in his beak, flew through the smoke hole of the lodge, and disappeared into the dark sky. Raven flew over the valleys and the mountains. He flew over the rivers and across the lakes. Raven threw the sun high in the sky, and it stayed there. This is how Raven stole the sun and gave it to all the people. And why do the people always feed Raven? To thank him. For bringing them light. The end. I hope you guys enjoyed Raven. Now we're going to be doing an activity that the author wrote in the back of the book for all of you to try. We're going to be making our own totem poles, okay? You're going to need some help from your parents. So before you go on into this activity, make sure you go get your parents' permission. Okay, guys. Hey, guys. Okay, so we are going to do the totem pole activity that Conchetta and I just spoke about earlier. I'm going to read you to the directions. They're pretty simple, but you're definitely going to want the help of an adult, okay? Always ask first. Don't do this on your own and have them help you with scissors or anything like that. But this is a really, really great uh, activity that is in the back of the book, Raven, and we wanted to do it here at home too. So I'm gonna read you the directions first. And of course, follow us on our Instagram or Facebook page, Sleepyhead Stories, so that you can see our totem pole, okay? So there's a little story here from the author first. He says, outside the home of the Sky Chief, there are five totem poles. That's in the story you'll learn about the Sky Chief. Years ago, Native Americans in the Pacific Northwest used totem poles to tell stories. By carving pictures of animals into long tree trunks, the Native Americans were able to record their history, myths, and traditions for others to admire and enjoy. So they were basically like books, huge books on big trunks, tree trunks, and they told stories to all that saw them. Really cool, okay? So we're going to make a totem pole. For this activity, you're going to need four bathroom tissue tubes, he said, or um, in the U.S. we call them toilet paper rolls. You're going to need four of them. Now, if you don't have four, you can use two rolls from two paper towels or two kitchen towel rolls, and you can cut them in half, and that'll make four, okay? Now, kids, if you don't have empty toilet paper rolls, don't unravel the toilet paper just to get the roll, okay? You're going to have to be patient. And you're going to have to collect them and wait until you have them. And then you can do this activity. So it might take a few days before you can get all the materials together. Okay. You're also going to need tape. You're going to need some white glue, like Elmer's glue, some con colored construction paper, crayons, markers, or even paint if you're allowed. And scissors, kid scissors with the help of an adult. Now, 
You're going to cover your surface wherever you're working, on the floor or on a table, right? We don't want to ruin it. And then each tube will be a different part of your story. So you're going to lay the four tubes out and think about the story Raven. You're going to use your imagination to tell the story of Raven and the sun in four parts. So which parts of the story do you want each tube to represent? So you're going to think about the story Raven and you're going to make each of the four tubes about that story, okay? You So for example, if you need help with this, one of the tubes could be when Raven was in darkness across the land. The next tube could be Raven seeing the little girl outside of the lodge of the Sky Chief where there's glowing uh, light coming from inside. The third tube could be the Sky Chief's daughter pregnant or when Raven was a baby seeing the glowing box, right? And then the fourth tube could be when Raven delivers the sun to the people of the world and throws it up in the sky, okay? Just, but it could be different too, but I'm just giving you some ideas, okay? Now, um, you can use the characters in the story too. They can be on the totem pole. You can use, obviously, the crayons and the markers, but um, if you have other things around, you can use that also, like maybe some pine needles if you have them near where you live and glue them on there. You're going to cut, paste, and draw with scissors, glue, and crayons. You can use black construction paper to make raven's wings on the sides of the tube. That would be cool. You can use yellow paper to make the bright sun. Um, you can use brown paper to make the, the Sky Chief's uh, house. Really anything you want, okay? Okay, so then when we're finished decorating all the tubes, right, you're going to lay them down. And this time you're going to put them in a straight line from end to end, like one big totem pole, okay? Then you're going to tape the tubes together. Um, some parents might want to glue. It might be a little bit harder because the tubes aren't going to dry so quickly and they might fall apart if you try to glue them together with the white glue. But the tape should work. You could even try if you're... Um, nimble enough with your little fingers to tape them on the inside but I'll leave that up to you and then when you're done you put them in the order basically you tape them in the order of how you want your story to be told and there you're, you have it your totem pole is finished okay guys so those are the directions if you do this activity send us a picture I know it might take some days or some weeks to get it done and get all the materials together but we would love to see it like I said Hours will be up as well on our Instagram and our Facebook page, okay? All right, guys, have fun with this activity. I love a book that gives an activity to do along with the story. I think this might be the first book ever that we have that has done something like this. So, so awesome. Thank you. Have fun, guys. listening to this episode of sleepy head stories make sure to subscribe yes and make sure to send in those shout shout outs we love those shout outs and share us with your friends so we can have even more people in our sleepy head stories family and if you're new here we say well Yes, welcome. Thank you for listening, guys. Have a great day or a great night.